everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Thank you for once again tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. I'm Brian and with my co-host Paul here. Today, we're going to be talking about traveling alone together and that is traveling with your spouse what that entails how it might make your relationship better your marriage better and everything else that uh, is involved with traveling i guess let's start with communication because we tend to stick on that topic quite a bit i know you were telling me earlier that you were reading that this can make you communicate better why do you think that is other than you literally have the only person be your spouse yeah that's that basically is what it is Um, according to a u.s travel survey says that couples i'll just read exactly what it says travel helps couples communicate better the vacations are seen as an opportunity for alone time to improve lines of communication which makes sense when you think about it the example you use you're really only with one person and especially if you beforehand decide we're going to put our phones down or we're going to turn off our notifications except for certain people and at dinner we're not even or whenever we eat we're just not even going to look at our phones we're going to just set this time to just be us that changes how most people are even operating in life so it really allows you to sit deep and have deep conversations and really just focus on your spouse which is different from the normal day because we're always trying to do something. We pride ourselves in being multitaskers, quote unquote. But I think that is the main line. You get to just talk and say what's on your mind Mm -hmm. and really be away from your everyday, quote unquote, distractions. So I think that is why communication is improved because you're actually focused on your spouse. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I would also say that it's absolutely needed as well. You know, I, we just recently got back a couple of weekends ago from just a weekend trip that I surprised my wife with. I think I mentioned that on the podcast uh, before and just what you were saying. And it wasn't so much that we agreed to put down our phones or anything because we're typically very phone heavy when we're with each other. But that's kind of part of our relationship, right? Kind of experience social media together while we're on our phones, right? Like we're showing each other what we've seen, things like that. But more or less, we did end up getting into a position where we had deeper conversations. I'm not going to really necessarily bring up topics. It was things that we don't necessarily often have time to talk about, if that makes sense. And then what I found us doing is actively taking the time to think of more things to talk about because you don't have the kids interrupting, you don't have TV to interrupt. So it's not like you're only talking on uh, commercial time or whatever. What I also found is that in that space, we were taking in a lot more of our environment and sharing Mm -hmm. that together and talking about that, really being able to see what, what each other were thinking about in the moment because I don't care who you're with, typically dead air, you know, right. is is uncomfortable. So you tend to just fill it up with random things if you need to. But yeah, man, we had a really good time down there. And 
And I think that was one of the most healthy things we've done in a while for our marriage. Yeah, that's awesome. You said something about just experiencing the environment. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the bullet points on this travel association report was travel helps build new stronger relationships because it enables couples to do new and interesting things together, but more so just experiencing life together on a trip you may do an excursion or even just walking down street and observing it's something that you do together you have conversations just like you said about the environment and experiencing that together and that also just makes a bond it creates memories that you can go back and forth on Mm -hmm. or back to and have conversations about once you get back home and also something that you said was just stepping away and not having distractions um, we went on a, a family trip back in March, but we had some time to just walk by ourselves and just be ourselves. So not having the everyday home distractions of chores, dishes, laundry, all that, not just the TV, but the other things that you can try to get done while you're at home that you need to, obviously, to have a functioning home. Mm-hmm. But those things aren't there when you're, you know, in a hotel, in a condo or whatever. So that definitely makes more intentional just experiences together. Yeah, definitely. And we got some time to sleep in, which was nice. Yep. Wake, waking up without an alarm clock will oddly make you really rested and happy in the morning. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Right. I, I, honestly, I don't think we even did a true breakfast while we were down there because we were just like sleeping until 11. And it was Man, lovely. That's- Lovely. That's coming from a dad of three kids, three young kids. So I would say I probably wouldn't even expect my body to be able to sleep in that. But it was more a matter of waking up because I get up really early in the morning for work, which is changing, but choosing to go back to bed and yeah. you know, just knowing that I could actually relax and hold my wife for a while. So good stuff, man. What do you have next on the list here? I have higher level, higher level of satisfaction. Is that what you got? Yes. I was trying to find, I was actually trying to find that note. Oh, you know what I would, I think I want to do. Would you have any tips for husbands out there who might struggle to communicate in a one-on-one scenario with their wives? Like maybe what, what could they talk about? What topics could they bring up? That's actually a great, a great idea. So topics that you can bring up are you can always do short-term and long-term goals Mm. for each other separately and then as a couple. And then if you have kids as a family, so you can start six six months to a year, what do you want to do? What plans, what goals do you have for yourself? And then what goals should we have as a unit? And then you can go out one to five years what do you want to do? And then if you have anything longer than that, just plans for if you have on the next 20 years, we want to do such and such, or I want to be so far in my career. What do you think about that? So that's always a good starter. And then you can always do like random. If we won the lottery, what would you do with that <laughs> money? Those are always, those two will get you going and have a lot of conversations and just really listening to what your spouse is saying and engage in that way. Yeah. I like that a lot, man. You got me thinking about when you were talking about long and short-term goals in 
a space where you've taken a trip and you have the room to really be relaxed in the way you're having the conversation. There's no pressure, right? Um, there's no expectation of what these answers or responses need to be. That's a really good idea to <clears throat> have that conversation in that space just to be free to talk about ideas, like you said, your goal, and even just learn to communicate with each other to build joint goals, I think is yeah. you know, a really great space for that to happen. So I like that a lot. Yeah, and it's, it can be an uncomfortable place just being out of your normal space. So just I would say another tip is just to be open mm-hmm. and just to really hone into what your spouse is saying to react to what they're giving you. So not listen, just waiting for their time to be done so you can say your piece, but really work on what I hear you saying is this, and even just another way to let them know that you're hearing them totally and completely. And that's a good practice just to also something you can bring home with you. And so even if you don't have a getaway, like a trip, if you have, you want to go on a walk or take a drive, you can do fun things like that just to build that, that relationship as well. Yeah. And that was another thing you maybe just think of through the sales process, you learn to ask penetrating questions, right? Because many times what we do as humans is just give like a a surface level response. So as men, if we learn to ask our wives penetrating questions, for example, tell me more about that. What does that look like? Sort of like you were saying, six months, a year, two years down the road, how does that make you feel? And doing things like that as a husband will show your wife that you care more than what the surface level really is and shows that you're willing to learn more about her goals. It shows that they're important to you and it gives you more to talk about really. And then it also could help you learn to be a better husband because now you are learning how to better fulfill the desires of your wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That, that, how does that make you feel to tell me more? I think I'm pretty good at, but how does that make you feel? That's a great that's a great tool to insert into any conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it shows that you care how she feels. But yeah, that's amazing. One of the tips says travel helps maintain long-term relationships because it enables couples time that they can spend together to reconnect and be intimate and romantic. So I think it allows us just the the, the theme of this getaway or vacation is time that we don't normally have together. So I think being able to be romantic in the way that your spouse appreciates, because there's varying levels of how spouses want to be swooned, right, for, for right, lack right. of a better word. But if you take time in that space to do something, whether it be just dinner or allowing yourself to just run her a bath when she needs to, if that's something she likes to do, or just any of those things that can let her know that she's seen and she's desired, I think is very important because I feel like every wife wants to be desired in some way or reminded that she's desired. And and it could be, and I'd say do something out of the normal for you, which even could be something simple, but that we just don't do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if, if it's something that she likes, but you haven't done it in a while, make sure you do it while you're away. And that'll definitely stay on your forefront. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? 
I do. I was thinking my wife in particular really loves when I show uh, public affection. And in our day-to-day lives, that's not something that we could normally do because we're either at work, at home, with the kids, which obviously we show affection to each other in front of the kids. And it's funny, like my daughter's of the age now where anytime like we kiss in the kitchen or whatever, she's but just being aware of it. My wife really likes when I show affection to her in public because it's like her chance to say i guess yeah he's mine (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like a territorial claimant type of deal so just keeping those types of things in mind like you said you know whatever way your your wife likes to receive her affection or how she likes to receive love keeping that in mind and like you said really nailing that down and making sure you do that in that space is beneficial to your love life. Yeah, that's good. So something that maybe that that's, is simple, something just hand-holding or whatever, or just random kisses when you're stopped somewhere, doesn't take a lot of effort. But if you don't have that opportunity to do it, it can seem, I'm sure she appreciated that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good. I have a random question for you. How important do you think it is to relax a little bit on how structured you are with uh, spending money on vacation? That's a good question. I think it, I think it is important as long as it doesn't bring stress to either partner. And if you can explain what do you mean by relaxed, maybe I can give a better answer. Yeah, I absolutely. What I, what I think, but I want to make sure I answer what you're saying. Yeah. And we're, we're probably on the same wavelength here. And I, I don't mean uh, we're busting the budget, going all out and, you know, we'll figure it out when we <clears throat> get home. Yeah, excuse mm-hmm. me. But what I actually mean is we're not going to be penny pinching on this vacation, right? If we want to have a nice meal, we're going to have a nice meal. This is why we're here to enjoy our environment and experience things together so we can actually create good memories and i think worrying about that meals like that plate's 38 (laughs) dollars you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i don't want to be worried about that on vacation i want to have planned to spend money so we can think less about how much we're spending and really just enjoy you know ourselves while we're there perfect yeah we're definitely on the same wavelength there I will say it's it's important to be more relaxed on what your everyday budget. Yeah, so if you're normally like we're not going to spend more than $20, $30 on a on a each person's plate, I would say yeah, for sure budget that in. If you can do some resources on the restaurants that you want to go to or just the general vibe of the prices for those and then a lot money that more than that. So when you go there are no surprises if you're a gratuity person like I am, like it's 20% off top. That's where it starts for me. Right, right. So like I have to, in my mind, make sure I add that in. So I have that money that's set aside for food. And I understand when we go out, that's what we're going to do. That actually makes a world of difference. I, as you were saying that I had memories of a vacation where we just scrimped and saved everything to go on this vacation. So then we were trying to not, we were trying to eat as cheap as we could mm. per se. Been there before. Um, for, mo- for most of the meals and maybe like dinner, it'd be a little bit more liberal. But this last vacation we went on to, we did exactly what I talked about because my wife wanted to eat dinner on the beach or eat on the beach basically every meal. So we looked at all the places that were close to a beach 
what those prices were. So we knew some days we'd go to somewhere high end and somewhere we'd go to a normal price where everyone could eat something good. But we knew basically what the price would be around that for the amount of people we had. And it was just more chill like that way. Like we sit down, everyone could just have whatever. And no one's, oh my gosh, when I get this bill, like crazy. So it just makes it more, it's more relaxed. Yeah, absolutely. Your, your conversation you should... absolutely changes when you're not worried about what the bill is going to be for food or right. how much you're going to have to tip. Or, and especially, let's say you were to travel with, let's say, like another couple, mm-hmm. right? It's got to be much more relaxed when you're not thinking like, what, are they going to expect us to pick up the bill? Like, I hope not because I didn't plan for this. Yeah, that's lovely. I like that. Yeah, great point. Great question. One of the topics that everyone always ex- expresses that men worry about, but couples who say they are highly satisfied with their relationships also rate leisure trips and important ways to improve romance and their sex lives. I don't know if I've read that, but basically... Couples who go on vacation and have leisure trips, it helps improve their romance and their sex lives. Why do you think that is? Uh, Let's say I think that if we hit on all the points that we spoke about earlier, I would say for a woman that I think romantically for them, they need a lot of mental stimulation. So Mm -hmm. if you hit on those previous points, I think that gets them closer to a mindset of romance because I feel like that is probably quite a buildup for them. You're not stressed about money, showing affection in the way they best want to receive it. You're in a space where you're communicating freely and that could involve a lot of verbal flirting as well. So when it comes to a space where you're ready to to be romantic, I think that your wife's probably going to be a lot more open to it because you've given her a lot of the things that she wants that probably equal a space of feeling romanticized. Yeah. So in my mind, that's, I think why that's probably a result that they've gotten from, you know, that survey. Yeah. And when you were talking, I was thinking about the the collaboration of all the things, like you said, but having one-on-one time allows you to see your wife in a way that maybe you don't in your everyday like literally just like she is your focus I was thinking more for me I'm not the best at complimenting all the time Mm -hmm. or letting her know that I think she's beautiful or in those things but if you're on a vacation when you so on the everyday for me like my wife works from home so if she doesn't have anything it could be a day or a couple days where she's in a typical like loungewear per se, you know what I mean? Basically meaning like she's not getting dressed up or anything like on a vacation. If you think you go somewhere in the South, there's like sundresses and we're going out to eat. So just going out in general, we're getting prepped, having just like me putting on like real shirts (laughs) and shorts and putting on the nice shoes and having pedicures and all that. So all that space that you may do on a vacation that you don't do in your regular day. Like you said, you guys, you're either at work or at home with the kids. So obviously you don't go out as much. Like we may go out more on our vacation than we do in six months. You know what I mean? So you get to see your wife in when she gets to pamper herself 
yeah. and really have time to put in the hair, the makeup, getting everything perfect, the outfit, and just looking amazing. So for me, I think complimenting and like you said, flirting and all that stuff, really, you're seeing your wife. And if you just let her know that you see her in whatever way she likes to receive, that definitely can spark intimacy in that way. So I, I was thinking about that as you were talking. Yeah, that was good, man. It made me think of a conversation we had while we were on the trip. My wife likes to pamper herself mm -hmm. and you know, obviously she doesn't have a lot of time to do it with three little ones at home. So she got the time to get a pedicure and all those things, like you said, before we left. I believe she got her hair done, got her nails done, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And while we were down there, she's still carrying some of her baby weight because she's only just less than six months removed from giving birth. So she's, I think, feeling maybe a little insecure about her weight. So I consciously tried to reinforce how I feel about her. And the conversation at one point, she's like telling me that she's feeling fat or whatever. And she's like pointing out her baby weight, like trying to tell her like, yeah, but I love that baby weight. Like those, that baby weight gave me my baby. And she had a big smile on her face. So that was like a good moment for us. And it's, it really just goes to your point, like just seeing your wife in the way that she wants to be seen by you. And if I could give any advice to the men out there, as much as your wife might, for lack of better words, I'll call it doll up and like to get attention from others, like their friends, especially like their female friends, you'll mm -hmm. see a lot of them compliment each other because they, they like that attention. She mm -hmm. needs that from you as well. And she right. wants that from you most. So just be aware of that and be willing to give them compliments and hug them tighter sometimes and yeah. Hold them longer sometimes. That stuff goes a long way, in my experience. No, that, I definitely agree. One thing that this this sheet or this research said that I didn't think about, but once I read it, it made sense. It said, couple of, I'm sorry, couples believe that travel together is more effective way to spark romance in their relationship than giving gifts, big or small. Sitting in that space if you're trying to be romantic, this is saying basically go for a some sort of travel together instead of getting a gift. What, how does that sit to you when you hear that? I think it takes me back to experiences, right? Building memories together. Like gifts are nice. I know I often get my wife jewelry, but we don't necessarily create a lot of opportunities for her to wear it. It goes back right. to our day-to-day -day lives. Like we're not throwing tennis bracelets. So creating those experiences. All right. So case in point, when we went down there, she kind of sprung it on me that she wanted to take some pictures and recreate our engagement moment. And I just chose to do that for her. We went to the exact spot. We even tried to get into the same positions. I got down on one knee. I, I have a, a gimbal that has a tripod attached to it. So I was able to set that up, put the camera on a timer. And we took a few pictures with me down on one knee, her on the step where we had originally done this and like her, if I remember correctly, like left leg was like slightly back, kind of like her heel was raised. We actually took the opportunity to walk through the church that we got engaged in front of St. Louis Cathedral down there in uh, New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But you know, just those experiential things. And then now that's something that we were able to share with our children, which for some reason they really love that picture <laughs> they want to see it all the time like it's her background on her phone now and her lock screen so they love 
grabbing her phone and looking at it. But that was a huge moment for us. Like as little effort that really went into it, that was yeah. a huge moment for us. So that's where my mind went. Yeah. Under that, it says nearly twice as many respondents believe that travel is a better way to improve the spark of romance in your relationship than getting small gifts. And over four times as many believe travel sparks romance better than getting big gifts. And I think it just goes to your point. Like time is a better way to and time and attention is a better way to spark romance than the one single item. And I think that research goes with that. It's all about experiences, especially as I'm getting older and understanding like memories matter. And my wife is definitely, she's been a big proponent of that since we got married, but just trying to find little ways to do that is, is really nice. Yeah. And I remember you saying that you're pretty good at taking pictures and creating memories in that way. I'm not so much that way. Thank the Lord for my wife and her, her willingness and a desire to take a lot of pictures. You know, we were at a wedding this past weekend and that was a hot topic of the couples that we were around as they were experiencing the, the wedding the way they wanted to and just taking a lot of mm-hmm. pictures. Like in my mind, it's strange to me to take that many pictures through someone else's marriage experience. But I don't feel women see it that way. They were all like snapping a lot of pictures and pulling their husbands in and all this other things. But then what I also realized is without that, we wouldn't probably remember a lot of the things that happened throughout our lives or or really even be able to share them with the children and the family, things of that nature. So I really just went to a space of gratitude that my wife likes to take a lot of pictures because... It provides different opportunities too, like making scrapbooks and you know, really documenting your life, which you know I don't necessarily have a lot of from my childhood. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited that my kids are going to be able to have that. Yeah, I think just the technology leans to that space. If you think about even like time with your grandparents and them telling you stories of things and you can make up using their descriptive words what that was like, but if they show you a picture... Mm-hmm. And you really are literally there with them. That's a way I think about it is we now have the technology where we can grab more pictures readily mm-hmm. without having to go to somewhere to print them. If For those of you that remember that process um, <laughs> of actually printing off pictures and then going through them and figuring out which ones are good and bad. But we have that opportunity right now. And yes, yeah, just creating memories and uh, experiences. Yeah, that's good. I think it might be beneficial to this episode to discuss how some things can go wrong on a vacation and maybe touch on how to avoid some of those things or really even just bring up the topic of what things might go wrong. So do you have any thoughts on that? I think something that is that's good to be cognizant of or remember is those things that can trigger your spouse to get upset or get annoyed mm-hmm. and try to avoid doing that. Understanding if she doesn't like a certain tone that you speak with or if you might be playing around too much or joking too much because we get comfortable in our space and feeling relaxed and being free from everything. But just those little things, because it in some relationships, the smallest thing can start a big argument. So you want to make sure you're not doing those things. I think the money aspect, really having your budget and sticking to it, whatever that is, what you may, even like we just said, we've had experience where we were pinching for a vacation. And when we were 
able to be a little bit more liberal, still go on the vacation, I say, but just really communicate before kind of what that situation will be. That takes a lot of tension out of the relationship. And that's even hotel prices, excursions, Mm -hmm. all those things take those into account. So I think those are good ways. Knowing, trying to be the best to know those things that could cause friction and lean to those. And I say, be a little more gracious because we're human and we, we may get a comment that seemed out of pocket for the sake of the trip, buck up, like just chill (laughs) out and take it in stride. And as we've said, it's going to lead to a romance and improve sex life at the end of the day. So let's, uh, (laughs) let's be better at that. But yeah, I don't know if you have anything that was in mind when you said that. Yeah, I was thinking like taking care of the details. I think my wife really appreciates when I take care of the flights and make sure that we have enough time if we have layovers to maybe grab a quick bite and we don't have to run from one plane to the next. It was really important for me that we not have to pay for checked baggage on this trip because we're only going to be gone for a couple of days and it helps plan layovers. So you can have a quicker layover if like you're just going to have to grab your bag from the the bin and roll it down Mm -hmm. with you, you know, but I feel like that makes my wife better able to relax when she doesn't have to think about anything. She just says, Hey, I'm following you. Let's go. And I'm like, yeah, I know where we're going. I know what gate we need to be at. I've got the boarding passes on my phone. So she doesn't have to even really worry about digging stuff out of her purse other than like her ID going through the airport security and whatnot. And if you really even want to go deeper, maybe if you're Spouse isn't used to travel. I'm suggesting things that she might wear. She doesn't have to take three or four things off just to go through security check. So really just nailing down and taking care of the details uh, in my mind is huge. Outside of that, I think maybe even truly like defining what your vacation is or what the purpose of it is. Mm-hmm. If it's an anniversary thing, if it like a honeymoon or if it's just, hey, you know what? We're going to go down here and we're going to take a break and relax. So we're not going to do all the excursions. We're not going to wake up at the crack of dawn and try to fit every little thing in that we can. And especially with a place that we went to, New Orleans, that we've been there a couple of times, that was our point was to experience each other, really relax, not have to wake up real early. We've already done most of the things down there. We we went for you know the enjoyment of each other and good food, some music. For us, we had a couple of drinks. And it was just being like the title of the episode alone together. Yeah, that makes sense. I think expectations are huge. So that's a great point. If you establish what you're going down there for and what you want to do and the details, like you said, plan for those things, then it makes it more enjoyable for everyone because then you can know like, does does is one person generally a morning person do they want to get up and if you're on the beach walk on the beach Mm -hmm. or do they want to see a sunrise do they want to see a sunset and then what are those details to make those things happen and once you establish that then you can get down and know what you're as much as you can what your spouse is thinking and expecting and that makes it more enjoyable yeah that's a good one all right so we've gone well over time but is there anything else you want to touch on no, I think um, that's a good place to, to end. Yeah, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. We appreciate you taking the time to give us space and give us your ear. You could be anywhere else, but you're here with us. So we appreciate that. So if you can take a chance to like and subscribe, you can hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com and leave a 
review, that'd be great. So signing off, this is Paul. And this is Brian. Again, appreciate you. You guys have a great rest of your day.